Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. You have your host, Sarah, and my co-host, Greer. What's up, darling? You know what? Not that much. I'm a little tired, but happy to be here. Yeah. We were both talking about our energy levels lately. Mm-hmm. They're in the trash it's, can. It's been a week. Yes. A week. Yeah. Um, which might pair nicely with our conversation today. Um, I think it goes without saying that no one gets out of this life without navigating challenges, problems, decisions, hard decisions that need to be made. Um, If you haven't found that out yet, hello, welcome to life. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, it's, I mean, and I've learned to anticipate challenge now because like when times are good, you're like, this is amazing and life is going to be great forever. But also when time is not so great, we're like, oh my God, like I will never be happy ever again. I will never feel joy. All the good times are behind me now. (laughs) I will never laugh. Endless pit of despair going forward. (laughs) And so we thought it would be fun to do a podcast episode talking about how both Greer and I navigate challenges in our life. And we're not niching this down to one specific area of challenge because I believe everybody goes through life with different things popping up whether it's challenges in a relationship within a current relationship or maybe you're going through a breakup financial challenges career business challenges uh, family challenges there's just health challenges like any area of your life can pose a challenge or a problem or something that comes up And most likely it happens in every single area at some point or another. And so I came to Greer today and I was like, let's both write down three ways that we have seen ourselves or that we really have intentions on navigating challenges. And I don't know what her list says and she doesn't know what my list says. But we're going to find out. But we are going to find out and just have a conversation about this because I think there are so many different ways in, in navigating these times that feel hard and might feel, you know, distressing and stressful and like, oh my God, am I ever going to get out of this? Or like one thing after another keeps happening. How do we move through that with ease and grace or self-compassion for ourselves and not have it be so hard? Yes. Because if we know that challenges are going to come in life and we can anticipate that, how do we develop, you know, some skills or some mindset or some reframing to help us through it with more ease? So... That is our conversation today. Let's dive in. You are listening to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. My name is Sarah Funnell, your host, fellow sister seeker, and author of Follow the Joy, the book on aligned manifestation. This show is your spot for spiritual and personal development. It's your soft landing into a place for you to embody your truth and reclaim your sovereign power. I've been a coach for more than a decade, helping thousands of people transform their lives. And I'll be sharing the most effective and profound tools to help you step into the most abundant, joyful, and fulfilled version of yourself. I'm so glad we found each other here today. My promise to you is that this show will support you to live from a fully embodied and aligned space so that you can reach your goals, share your gifts with the world, and step into a life that is truly your own. Take my hand, dear sister, and let's jump in. So where do you want to start this conversation? Mm, That's a good question. I think I'd like to start by, you know, just being vulnerable with my audience here and transparent. I was talking to you about this earlier, Greer, Mm. that this year, 2023, has felt hard. 
it's been one of those years where I have felt like every area of my life has posed a challenge. And a lot of that was happening at one time. And while I've been through many different things and, you know, even like COVID coming and like wrecking our business and us having to like start over and like so much financial loss there, it didn't feel as hard as like this year. Really? Yeah. It, I don't, I think it's just, there was just so, so many things coming at me at once and there's been a lot of change and with change comes growth growth and unknown and there can be fear and anxiety and like what does this mean or where is this going or like I don't know what this is going to look like and I feel like I just had so much of that this year that I this is really what sparked me for this conversation of just looking back at like how I've been navigating this and you know having a lot of conscious awareness like through it and so many conversations with you and like our other girlfriends that I know that there's someone listening here who might be going through something very challenging and it feels hard and it feels like maybe one thing after another keeps piling up and they just can't get above the water and it's like I'm fucking drowning here and it's like throw me a light raft and maybe you get a rock thrown on you and it's like (laughs) one more thing and it can be very despairing it can feel like we want to give up. It can feel like, you know, oh, woe is me and that like victim mentality. But that does not serve us for working through it. And so I'm going to put you on the spot here, Greer. Okay. And I would love to know <laughs> what is your first point that you have here that you've thought about in terms of how you navigate challenges? So the first thing that I would do uh, and have done when something knocks me off guard a challenge arises uh is go right back to the basics Mm. uh am i hungry am i thirsty do i need a nap because if any of those things are true i'm not going to be able to handle it as well like if i need food i need food and let me deal with that first if i am dehydrated let me deal with that first and if i am tired goodness knows I'm not going to be able to handle any situation as well as I could if I was rested. So my first thing is like, let me just take care of those basic needs and set myself up so that I am in the best position to then assess, you know, what what thoughts am I having around this? How am I feeling emotionally? I'm not going to be able to do that as well as I could if I was fed and watered and well rested. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's so important. The physical self. I know for myself, sometimes if I'm stressed, like my appetite goes out the window. Or if you go into like that fight or flight where it's like, let me just like do more and I don't have time for the gym. This needs my focus or I don't have time to move my body or go for a walk or get that extra sleep. But you're so right. Like when the physical body goes down, the mental body goes down, the emotional body goes down. And sometimes you just feel like you can't even hold yourself up if you don't even have that foundation. Yeah. And if, you know, I've done all of those things and I feel like doing something else, go outside ground myself get some sunlight like just do the things that I know will make me feel better even if they won't directly impact the situation they will indirectly who I become and how I show up to that situation yeah 
They say that, um, I don't know where I read this and I know it's just kind of common knowledge, but you know, people who exercise and focus on their health, like navigate challenges better. They don't get as stressed out. They're more productive because that foundational aspect of yourself is taken care of mm-hmm. like your physical needs. I think it's the Maslow's hierarchy of needs as well, where that bottom foundational level of, of his triangle is, you know, shelter, water, food, like those basic yeah. necessities. And like the top of his triangle is the self-actualization. Yeah. And so how are we supposed to like grow or navigate or actually like see ourselves or the problem we're in without those basic things taken care of? Right. So I'm just like, look, if something's happening, let me make sure that bottom rung is taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first point, it's actually a chapter out of my book, uh, give up the struggle. A lot of the times when problems happen, we can get into this like victim mentality, like, why is this happening to me? Like, woe is me, like that really uh, despairing level. And so for me, giving up the struggle is not to ignore the problems that are happening, but to accept them. Like, this is happening to me. I take acceptance. I take full responsibility. And it allows me to have, like, this clear head of, like, not avoiding, like, not running from, Hmm. not trying to, like, you know, um, self-soothe myself in some other way uh, because addiction has been in my past where I'm like, I will just snort or drink this away. (laughs) That will make me feel better. Hand me my substances. (laughs) Exactly. And so really looking at like, yeah, this might be hard of what I'm going through. I might have a lot of challenges against me, but I don't have to feel like this is a burden. I don't have to feel like this is a struggle. I don't have to feel like I'm drowning. I can accept what's happening. I can have that clear mind. I can have personal responsibility and just... And, and I think this is where like your foundations comes in of like, okay, I'm going through a really hard time. Yeah. Like there's something in front of me. This is stressing me out. I don't know the decision to make. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. Am I fed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, how, do I have sleep? Am I hydrated? Because, you know, without acceptance or those foundations, it's going to be really, really hard to navigate something. Yeah. And if you are, if, if so much of your energy is caught up rejecting mm-hmm. what's going on right now, then you're going to be scrambling. How do I get out of this? Like, yeah. instead of putting your resources towards, okay, we're here. We actually can't be anywhere else. Yeah. What's, what's the next thing we can do? Yeah. I love that you use that word rejection. Um, Cause when we reject something, we're resisting it. Yes. That resistance. And resistance feels awful because we're like, I don't want this to happen, but it's happening. Or this shouldn't be happening. This shouldn't be happening. I thought it was going to go this way or I want it to go this way, but it's going this way. And so when you're in opposition of like reality versus like what you want, it causes this internal turmoil. Mm. And so acceptance to me is the allowance of what is happening for me not to resist it. And to look for a better solution to help myself like navigate through it. That's such a great point. And to be honest, it, my second point is like a, just like an add on to that. And my second point is, you know, I, I took this from Brene Brown. It's, you know, what's the most generous interpretation of this situation? Mm. So even if I may feel that this situation is horrible and rotten and I hate it, but I've accepted that I'm going through it. What's the, the, 
the best way I could paint this, like put this in like the best light possible. Now, how can I view this situation? Sort of, you know, the most flattering light. Yeah, it's like looking for like the silver lining. Well, not even the silver lining, just like reframing it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm going through this. But is this a really great way for me to practice something, to learn something, or this is going to be a really great opportunity down the line, or even, hey, this is just going to feel so good once it's over. Mm -hmm. Just how can you reframe this in the most positive way? Yeah. Because oftentimes when we do have resistance towards a situation, um, our thoughts and our feelings about the situation sort of reflect that. They're very negative. For it's, sure. Everything is garbage and it's trash and it's all going to shit. But is that really true? Or is that just how we're feeling about it? And can we maybe, even if it's just one thing that isn't complete trash, hold that? Mm-hmm. And go, okay, so it's not, the world isn't ending. Yeah. Because even if there are problems or challenges, like I said, like it doesn't have to feel, it doesn't have to be hard and a struggle, but like looking for like what's the most generous interpretation. Like mm-hmm. I absolutely love that because if we are going to feel good when times are good and bad when we're in challenges, then we're just on this like roller coaster of emotions with life, which we have a broad spectrum of emotions and we will feel them all, but we don't have to be so up and down and from polar opposites. And just at the whim of whatever life throws our way is yes. how we feel. Yes, exactly. Um, and this actually leads me into my second point um, really well. Look at us curate I this know. without knowing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, my second way is, again, another chapter from my book. I've relied heavily on my book this year, um, which is being the observer. Yeah. So having that detachment from your mind. You were just saying there of, you know, our mind can go to like the doom and gloom and the world is ending and like, I'm never going to find my way out of this. And it's so bad. But when we stay stuck in the mind, it's when our emotions are going to follow. Yes. And Michael Singer talks about this a lot where when we can have detachment from the mind, which he actually defines as spirituality, like transcending the mind, you can watch it. You can see it play out. It's constantly going to talk to you. It's constantly going to try to look for solutions because that's what the mind just does. But when there's a disturbed mind, you cannot find a solution within the problem of the mind. And I just find that so beautiful because so, so often our mind will lead us down the negative thinking, the anxiety, the perpetuating the worst possible situation and not be able to look for the the gift in the garbage or like that generous interpretation. And so when we can practice being the observer, and for me, um, this came with like meditation, uh, like exercise, like getting in my body and out of my mind, um, getting into nature, even just like having conversations with people like you, Greer, I talked with you a lot this year with Joe, with my other girlfriends, and just allowing myself to allow the mind to like spew out and talk about it, process it, but then also have those moments where it's like, we're just going to witness it, I'm not attaching to it. It doesn't mean anything. I am not my mind. I am not my thoughts. And it brings me to a place of like neutrality. Yeah. Where maybe I don't feel great, but I also don't feel like shit anymore. Yeah, but even that yeah. is like huge when it comes to how like the 
the best solution to a problem or the best way forward doesn't come from viewing the problem as the worst thing in mm-hmm. the world. It comes from, you know, having that space to view things neutrally yes. and assess the situation from that vantage point. Yeah. And even from a level of consciousness, the work of Dr. David Hawkins, the point of neutrality, it's above fear, it's above desire. So, you know, you don't want the situation to be different or you're not like painting the ideal picture of like what it's supposed to be, but it it just is. Like everything just is. And that kind of ties into like acceptance. Like this doesn't mean anything. It just is. It's a situation. Doesn't mean anything about me. Doesn't mean anything about my future. Where I am now doesn't mean it's where I'm going. And just completely detaching from the situation and from your mind. It's so helpful. It's a practice. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy, but it's like catching yourself in it and then grabbing tools like meditation or whatever it is that you can get yourself out of those trains of thoughts is so, so powerful. I feel like my third point is tied up in the first and the second and and with your points as well. And it's just, what is this an opportunity for? Mm. What's the lesson? I know you say gift in the garbage, like what can I learn from this? What, what challenge, like, why am I getting this challenge? Yeah. What is this presenting for me? Like switching from life is happening to me and it's terrible to cool. This is happening now. What, what does it mean Yeah. (laughs) for me? What does it mean for me? Yeah. I love that you said there too, like, what is the opportunity for this? Yes. Because for something new and maybe uh, more optimal for you, certain areas of your life have to break down. And a lot of times we can resist change because it's the unknown. It's scary. I'm like comfortable here. I might not be completely happy, but like if I change something, what if I don't like that change? And I, I believe that sometimes, you know, the universe will allow things to break down for something newer and better to come in because where you pose this opportunity with things going just great, you may not have taken that opportunity. Exactly. Yes. And I think I said this to to one of our sisters that like we really have no capacity to truly know what is in our best interest. Totally. Like, we we have no idea what all the possible combinations of events are. So mm-hmm. when something falls apart, we can in the moment decide this is not what I want. This is absolutely not in my best interest, but do you really know? Like yeah. you, you don't know what's coming down the line. Yes. Even like us working together and like collaborating with Joe and launching Numa, that wouldn't have happened if there wasn't a previous challenge that was happening within the business mm-hmm. and a situation. I'm like, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. But I'm so blessed with where we are and what we're building and all this collaborative energy that I'm in a way better situation now than I was then. But when you're in it and you don't necessarily see the solution yet, you can think it's like the worst possible thing. And like, you know, you just like over dramatize the whole situation. Yeah. And so I believe sometimes with challenges, we're not looking for proper solutions. We're not looking to maybe better something or improve something or optimize an area when something is good and comfortable. Right. Yeah. Like that, well, com- it's, it's comfortable. It's yeah. fine. Everything's okay. Nothing yeah. needs to change. Like that comfort zone can be so great for, you know, like you've really honed in on a skill or you know how to do something or you've got a nice rhythm to something and it's working great, but there's no growth there. Mm-hmm. 
And so to grow, it means stepping, well, obviously stepping out of your comfort zone. That's so commonly said, but like, what does that actually mean? That means trying something new. It's coming up with a different answer. It's strategizing differently. It's going outside of the box of something that you normally wouldn't do. And that's scary. Totally. So when something is breaking down or something's not going the way that you want it to go, you're like out of that comfort zone, which is why it feels so awful. But on the other side of that comes growth and comes solution and in many cases can bring you a much better situation than you had even thought possible for yourself. Totally. And like, so now I'm really curious what your third point is. (laughs) Yes. Um, So my third point, and we did a whole podcast on this, is somatic work. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I really saw the benefits of it this year with everything that I was going through um, to regulate the body and regulate the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So distress happens. um, Something doesn't go your way. You're faced with a challenge that you don't know how to get yourself out of. The nervous system goes into fight or flight, or in my case, it goes into freeze. I become paralyzed is what happens with me. So a lot of times people will, you know, you'll fight, you'll argue, you'll like tough your way out. You're like, I'm going to do get them type of thing. That's fight. There's flight and flee. You can avoid, you can run away and, you know, put your head in the sand like, oh, it's not happening. For me, I I freeze. I paralyze. My my brain doesn't work properly. Like I can't even like try to find a solution. I get tired. I want to sleep. Like I just, I become very disassociated. That's what happens to me. And I've noticed this over the years. And if you've read my book, you'll know that the freeze response comes from a lot of traumatic events in the past. And so our nervous system becomes conditioned. And so whether it's a big traumatic event that's happening or, you know, something smaller and stressful in your life, your nervous system still has that same response. Yeah. And so for myself, like breath work was like huge grounding, like getting out in nature, like allowing my senses to be felt. What am I seeing? What am I hearing, tasting, touching, uh, grounding myself back into my body helps me regulate my nervous system and ultimately helps me find a better solution and, and feel better through the challenging times. Yeah. And of course, these three things are not they're not in any order. No, not, you know, I could probably come up with 10. But. Yeah, like pick and choose. These are just sort of the ones that, you know, came to my mind first. Yeah. And like the the big buckets. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak. And I mean, with all the work you've done on your self-career over the years and all the work I've done on myself, you know, having self-awareness, recognizing like, oh, like I'm in a sticky spot. Um, how do I work my way through this? Yeah. and And sometimes it's, just bringing in some some awareness and some p- compassion for yourself and like you said like acceptance um and to to get rid of that resistance mm-hmm. and to know that you know this too shall pass this too shall pass like challenging things happen mm-hmm. whether you're going through something right now or whether life is great for you right now there will be something else that's challenging I also believe too that, at least for my case, I saw this year that I was uh, given challenges that I hadn't worked through before. Mm -hmm. And so with every new challenge is an opportunity to grow, is an opportunity to hone in more self-awareness or better communication skills, better leadership, um, 
all the things that allow our lives to perpetuate in a more positive way, right? And so it poses that question to us of like, how am I going to show up in this so that I'm proud of myself, so that I grow through this, so that perhaps I'm not back in this exact situation again yeah. and there's a pattern that continues to play out in my life. How do I break this cycle? How do I break this cycle? Oh my God, that's such an important question. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mic drop right there. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked our points, if any of this resonated with you, if you yourself do any of this, reply to the email that you got this podcast in, reach out to us on social. We have our handles below and we will see you on the next episode. Bye everyone.